Hello ladies, happy end of September. Can you believe it? We've already made it through almost two months of school when I think of that timeline. We've made it to the third quarter of the year. We got October, November, December, like this nuts, isn't it, when we get to this place. So just want to share with you today's message around a question that one of my students had in the Stop Over Drinking Sisterhood community and program that we're in the middle of right now that I bet you have thought the same thing because it is a lot of that wine witch talk. Well, like, why can't I have just one? Or why can't I just, you know, what do I need to say to myself when it's playing tricks on me? And I talk a little bit about the neurotransmitters in the brain, kind of the nerdy stuff, but it just is super helpful that you know what's happening in your brain when you have the presence of alcohol and when you remove the alcohol, it's so helpful to know what's going on because I just believe the more you know, the more awareness you have about what's happening in your brain and the body, the more power you have to make solid choices and move through and move forward in your life. So I hope this episode is a blessing for you. I hope that you're feeling great. Praying for those of you who are right now in um, the path of the hurricane that's coming up through Florida. I think we're even going to get pretty heavy rain this weekend in South Carolina. Um, yeah, stay safe and um, praying for you. And I just look forward to connecting with more of you ladies in the future. The women who are in this community, they're beautiful. They're opening up. It's such a great, great great place to be. I just love it so much. And I'm so grateful for you for being here. And will you just do me a favor? The best way you can thank me if you're just here and you're new or if you've been here a while and this podcast is helping you or adding value to you, maybe you'll never actually talk to me. Maybe you'll never actually hire me as a coach. That's okay. If this is helping you, will you review it? Will you go to Apple click five stars and rate and review because that really does help this podcast grow and develop and it helps more women to see it when they search it. I bet you have your own story about how, you know, I was sitting there and I was typing in something. I was really looking for support and you came up and your podcasts are really helping me. Put that in there. Write that story. Tell me what's going on and tell me how I can serve you more. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. And until next time, just stay blessed, okay? Mwah. Hey, sister. Are you newly alcohol-free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over-drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Hey, how's everybody doing? I am now live and streaming on in our Facebook, the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group. I was going to do this just in our Stop Over Drinking community, but for some reason, 
Facebook will not let me stream in there. So you guys, whoever's in here is going to, you are going to get the benefit of hearing a little bit of teaching today and also potentially um, just hearing the Q and A's because I wanted to, to stream it in here or I was going to stream it in there, but I'm also recording it. And this file goes to those in the community. Um, we have a Google drive file. So anytime you are in a coaching program with me, we uh, record all our sessions, our teaching, and then the Q and A's, which is what I'm going to call this. And it gets put into a private Google drive file that you always have access to, which is really cool because if something comes up and you miss a session, or you just need to go back and re-listen because there's a lot of content in there. It's always recorded there for you. So it's pretty awesome. So I'm gonna just dive in. I don't wanna to take too long um, for those of you. We are on week one. We're about to roll into week two this week. And I got a question that I am gonna answer. And it's mainly about, and I'm sure those of you in this group too would feel this, feel this way. And this is where you are. So if your brain says, so here's the question, Michelle, what can I tell myself when I think I can have a few drinks on occasion because my mind's telling me that this time it will be different because I already know, like, I know what I got into before. I know how hard it was. You know, I realized like I need to take it slow. That's a, that's a fair question. And I, I think we all can say we've experienced that, right? That we've been through those thought processes. So here's what I want you to do first. When that comes up, because it will, if it hasn't yet, if you're on this journey, I want you to get out a piece of paper, notepad, something. The thing about this journey is that it's really difficult to talk yourself out of things up here, okay? How many times have you ruminated and ruminated over the same thoughts habitually and never really came to a answer or final result or even decision? I mean, how long have you been stuck in indecision, even as it relates to maybe this drinking situation, right? So you have to get it out of here and you can verbalize it. A lot of times I'll do voice notes on my phone or you can write it out. So here's your first question. Um, <clears throat> What would happen if I drank, right? Or say, I'm going to have a drink, even though I know that I know the storyline and why can't I just have a few on occasion? Well, here, answer this first. What would happen if you did drink? And write all the things that come up. Well, well, I would, I would spend money on it. I would drink it. I would probably feel a little buzzed. Um, I probably would not stop. I would probably continue because, because of what I know, because I know about the, the way the brain works and how the dopamine works and how we go up and we go down. And um, I know that it affects my blood sugar. So I probably will want more. I'll probably eat more. Yeah, I'll probably eat junk food. I would probably stay up later than I wanted to, watching a show, maybe eat later than I wanted to. Probably would go to sleep pretty good though. I might even like doze off pretty early but I bet I would wake up in the middle of the night, probably have my heart racing, potentially headache, probably like dry eyes, dry mouth. Definitely, definitely probably feel real guilty tomorrow, especially if I've been doing a really good job and I was really proud of myself and I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it anyway. Okay, so you see where I'm going here. This allows you to put out those thoughts on that question. So then the next question 
is what would happen if you didn't? What would happen if you didn't drink? So what are your answers there? Um, well, I wouldn't drink. So I wouldn't have the calories. I would not have the potential guilt um, and disappointment because I said I wasn't going to when I started this process. I would not eat as much potentially junk food or impulsive things. I probably wouldn't stay up as late. I probably wouldn't, I might not sleep as well because I'm still kind of struggling, right? Or, you know, well, I probably wouldn't wake up at 3 a.m. though. I probably would definitely not wake up with my heart racing. I would, I would probably feel really good in the morning. So you see what I'm saying? Like map it out to get it out of here. And this is a great, great thing for a lot of your decision-making, okay? What would happen if you did? What would happen if you didn't? Those are two key questions. Also, along the same lines of this, I want you to just really recognize that you're in cognitive dissonance. That's what we're in, which is basically this, this back and forth of having these really inconsistent thoughts, inconsistent beliefs and attitudes around our behavior, behavioral decisions and changes. So, you know, it's like on one hand, I want to get healthy, but on the other hand, I don't work out and spend time paying attention to my food. It's this whole back and forth. And it's where we're in this community. It is the drink is I really don't want to drink because I'm trying to get healthy or I'm trying to model for my children, but I really do because I'm stressed out. It's this back and forth pull. And as you know, what I teach and what I share is that this is the top of the layer. We got to begin to take this away and peel this away. And that's what's underneath is beliefs and beliefs that potentially are super inconsistent, super not really real for you. The attitudes, values, all those things are things that feel completely out of alignment. That's the whole point and why this is such a struggle. <laughs> it's not a struggle for those who it's not a struggle for. Does that make sense? Like my girlfriend over here that has a glass of wine on some odd occasion, maybe once a week, like she's not over here having struggle. She's not over here having the dissonance about back and forth and decision, decision. She just decides, yeah, oh, I'm going out on a date. I'm gonna have a drink. No big deal. And then doesn't think about it again. So understand that all this is absolutely normal. It's absolutely what the brain is made to do. And I want to read one more thing for you um, before we go, just to tell you about um, especially this first week or so, as you guys are removing, or some of you in the program have been kind of a little further along, but, um, I want you to, I want to talk about just a few little neurotransmitters a little bit, and this is kind of the nerdy stuff, but I think it just helps. And I'm just going to read it so that you know a little more about it. So alcohol impacts our brain and several neurotransmitters like dopamine, GABA, and glutamate. I'm sure y'all heard of all those. If you haven't, you've probably least heard of dopamine and GABA. When you're finding it difficult to cut back or quit, this can play a factor because of how alcohol affects the brain's way of feeling pleasure and relaxation, because that's really what we're seeking. And the problem is, is when we've been giving alcohol, it's just this high dose of dopamine. And so everything's out of whack. So if you get to be edgy, you're struggling the first couple of weeks is because all those neurotransmitters that produce these are totally out of whack. So for me, when I am going through something, 
I understand the things that are going on in my physiology and in my body, but it does help me to know what the heck is going on, right? So in those who are deficient in GABA, and there's some people that are deficient anyway, there's some other medications that do this. Um, I've, I've looked into this a little bit. I've got some friends who've struggled here. Okay, but if you're deficient in this, you typically can have more feelings of anxiety, Stress and worry can be common symptoms leading to alcohol cravings. Alcohol targets GABA receptors and mimics the effect of this neurotransmitter, helping to relax the mind and the body. So are you with me? What we're doing is it's a vicious cycle. Our brain produces GABA to create relaxation and calmness. But if we add alcohol, alcohol is a fake. It's a liar. So it teases our brain and says, oh, this is enough. So stop making it. Okay. Stop making the GABA. Stop making the good stuff. Because I'm here. Alcohol's here. So as you can imagine, as you begin to pull alcohol away, the, the, the part of the brain has been over here taking a time out it's not going to just jump back in and produce GABA. It's got to, it's, you've got to give it time. So this is why a lot of times those first few weeks, you're like highly irritable, triggered, stressed out, just on edge physically and mentally. This is a huge part of the why. So what if we just choose to give ourselves grace? What if we just choose to find other ways to relax? Like that's where like really, you know, taking a walk out in nature, you know, being in fresh air, sunshine, a really hot bath or hot shower, a cold shower, you know, anything that can stimulate. That's the biggest thing too. I want to tell you, I've got to stimulate the skin and the body. We cannot continue just to live up here and try to figure this thing out or just attack the brain. We've got to get into the body and that's, that's the key player. Okay. So I'm going to stop there. I don't want this to be super long. I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any questions inside of this group, bring it on. I'm glad that, you know, at least this opportunity was there for all y'all to be able to experience this of what's kind of going on and the questions that are coming up. And, um, if you would like any support from me, let me know. I am, I'm booked until more than likely the end of November right now, as far as one-on-one -on -one clients, I'd love to, um, get you set up and get you ready. If you need support further, just email me anytime at coach Michelle Porterfield at gmail.com. And I hope y'all have an awesome night. This has been great. I hope that this has benefited you. Okay. Have a good night, ladies. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one -on -one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.